Hello, beautiful people, and welcome to this week's episode of The Road to Satori, South Africa's very first mental wellness, entrepreneurial, and personal development podcast. I am your host, Trey DeLanger, and I look very forward on going on this journey of continuous self-improvement with you all. I am extremely excited to be sitting down and talking with the man, the myth, the legend, South African actor, Lungelo Tyson Matosi. What's happening, bro? What's going the on? Legend. <laughs> the legend, not check, bro. What are you doing? I'm good. Nah, I'm, I'm blessed, bro. I'm really good to decide. Um, it's it's yeah. been a minute, bro. Like, we were just saying, it's been way too long, bro. Like, yeah. I was thinking keeping up that side in Jersey. Yeah, the last time I saw it was when? Obo is there, man. You came to Obo, yeah, it was like the, like 2018, I think, like the like for a few hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was crazy, guys. But yeah, but man, yeah, I Jersey, mean, Jersey's good, bro. Jersey's yeah. good. I mean, I only do so much under the pandemic and stuff, but everything is right on place, bro. We're nah, I mean, I guess the pandemic locked or changed all our plans, bro. But you know, we find a way, bro. Those who want to find a way will find a way, man. Yeah, yeah. So, dude, I mean, we've definitely, like, I've, I've been keeping an eye on what you've been doing, been seeing the hustle that you've been putting in, bro. And, I mean, it's, it's been incredible, to say the least, to see, like, what you've been achieving. So just tell us a bit about that, man. Like, what's your experience been like, especially in the South African acting industry, like, since, since you started in the industry? Maybe just take us back to, like, what made you want to get into it? Like, where did it all start? Hey, bro. Like, you, you remember that. You remember... Great. So I was there, I was like, bro, I've, I've been doing this acting thing for so long, dog. Like, I want to get into these shows. Because remember, I, get to, I, got, um, I got there too late when we were in grade 10 for that, for that yeah. uh, acting theater thing. Yeah. So I was like, ah, oh, man. And then we never did it again. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So then in that year, and remember that year, I, I ended up not finishing my, my, my rugby, what you call this, my rugby year because I got injured and it was like, ah, oh, I don't know, I don't know. So then I was doing acting on the side, you know, running the theater, running the UKZA, like, you know, I died while I was in my school to deal with dropping off in UKZA, you know what I'm saying, go to practices, I go to, you know then that's where, like, it started, when I started, like, you know, like, and I was like, mm-hmm. I feel like this this is, like, a, what I want to do. I mean, I wanted to play rugby, you know what I mean? But now it's like, I can't do it anymore, and it seems like this is the path that now God is leading me to, you know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. it was just working mm-hmm. out. That year, I got that Sarafina gig. I was like, I okay, so we can do this. That NJ, I got another short film show which was being shot in KZA. So I was like, yeah, I, you know, in the next year, I had to like put together funds for myself, you know what I mean? Try to hustle work here and there during December, you know what I'm saying? Um, in order to like pick up funds to go to like an institution the following year, mm. you know what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah. No, so it's, man, it's it- been a crazy journey, man. It's it's been it's been inspiring. I think anyone that watches it, anyone that's been watching it come up, like will will feel that inspiration, man. But um, what was kind of the 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 defining moment? I'd say when you realize, okay, this is like this is what I want to do full time. And and then after that, just a follow up question: like, what is the South African acting industry really like? I mean, you've had four years of experience, five years of experience in it now. Like, what is it like? Like, give us the give us an insider point of view. Uh, when I decided to do this, straight off of that theater gig, I was like, bro, I'm going for this. Mm-hmm. I'm literally going for it. You remember that time, um, you and Mr. Kunz crossed, man? Yeah. 
when we were in high school, the business class. He was asking yeah. us, okay, so what do you guys want to do for a living? And we went around the class, pass it, pass it, pass it, pass it. Everybody was saying these, and I don't know, you're just like, I just want to be in the show, so I'm like, oh, serious, <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Then he came to me, I was like, man, I want to be an actor. I really want to be an actor. It was like a whole, this guy can't do it type thing. Why? Mm. You know what I'm saying? But then from mm. that day forward, I was like, dude, I'm going to do this. This is what I want to do. I, I did it. I'm doing Word. it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and in terms of like, in terms of like how the industry is like, hey, bro, <clears throat> it's tough. Can you imagine? Tough, I could say the least. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy. Like, like, it's sad to say that talent is not enough. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Talent is not enough anymore. It, it will depend on the circles you kind of put yourself in, like who you associate yourself with, like where you put yourself in order to grow as an artist, in order to, to, to know people within your industry. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Now it's not, it's not only about what you can sit at home knowing what you know. If nobody knows that you know what you know, then what you know is irrelevant. Yeah, you know word, saying? word. So you need to get out there and make people, and you know, bro, I came to Joburg, I didn't know anybody. Mm. You know, I didn't know anybody. So to God, like, the day I landed in Joburg was my first time I ever came to Joburg. Besides coming here for rugby games or whatever, whatever. But to say, I'm, I'm coming to Joburg, it was like my very first time. Mm. I didn't know anybody. So I was like, okay, cool. From the beginning, I, I was reading the game, you know? I was reading the game, like, okay, so this is how people move. So if you do this, you know, learning through people's mistakes, you know, speaking to people, getting to know people, getting myself into the right, like, believe it or not, going to clubs helps. I can, I mean, I can imagine this. I can imagine though. (laughs) Bro, like, I I went to clubs not to party. Like, I I kid you not, you know, I'd see on the poster, okay, so-and-so is going to be here, where, 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 people are posting, this is where they are. I go, ah, let me just go have a drink or two. Go have a drink or two, I see them, oh, hey, how you doing? No, I'm so-and-so, I'm actually an actor, you know? But I went, oh, really? You know, you just get to know people, just like that. Mm. Mm. You know, and going, going to the institution that I went to um, really helped. You know what I mean? I feel like going to these institutions, you must, it's not really about going to learn how to act or going to, it's about making connections within the people that you're going to be working with. Like most of these yeah. people are going to be, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, for yeah. instance, there's a, there's, a show, there's a show that I, I recently did, um, I think, end of last year. Like, the girl that recommended me for that job, I went to school. You know what mm. I'm saying? Mm. Then I had I went in an audition and whatever, 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 whatever. But she was the one who said, no, no, this is you that I know. I went to school with you, you know? And after mm. so long, after that one-year period where I was like, which was 2018 when I was, when I was in that um, institution, after so long, she's still like, is that dude you know, that I once mm. worked with? And it's not like we, we talk on a daily or whatever, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. you need to keep making those connections. Connections are very important. That's the, that's the main thing. Wherever you go, like, I feel like in whichever industry you add, just know the right people, get yourself into the right circle so that you are acknowledged of what you can do. Word, and I, I think it's like so true, like it's that old saying, it's like, it's not what you can do always, it's also about who you know in the industry. Like it's about yeah. putting yourself in the right situations, you know? Um, and yeah. it's like, especially yeah. what you're saying, like I can imagine, especially in your industry, but in any industry, like networking is key. Like, as you said, you can have all the talents in the world, but if talent isn't working hard, then it's 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 wasted. Like you need to also be putting in work itself, you know. So I think that's a very important point just for just for anyone listening. Um, and then obviously for those of you that don't know, um, Tyson and I went to school together, so we've known each other since like the eighth grade. Um, yeah, we go way back, and it's just yeah, as I said, it's it's just been really inspiring to see to see his come up. Um, but above that now, so Thank you, bro. 
networking, like, I mean, I, I, I can't stress it enough. I think it, like, as I said, in any industry, anyone that's willing, that, that wants to further their, their self in their own, in, in their own sphere, above the knowledge that you have, above the qualification that you have, you need to be able to connect and get into the environment with the right people. And like with what you said about you would like of like look online to see who would be at this club and then make yourself like in there. Like you had to put yourself Bro. in the right spaces. You know, you have to actually yeah. do the work as well. Um, and I think that's a valuable lesson for anyone to learn. Um, and then above that, so I saw that you've also been doing a lot of like um, events hosting and TV hosting. Was that kind of a thing yeah. that happened was that kind of a thing that happened through the institution that you were studying or was that something that you did on the side? How did you kind of get into the, the, the hosting and the TV, like presenting type um, aspects of it? So this is actually like a story behind it. So during that December, one of the jobs that I did to get money, right? I told, I knew this other, there's this other guy who was dating my sister. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. He was dating my sister and he was a presenter at UKZN TV, which is other television from I'm sure you know UKZN TV. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> One KZN TV, yeah. So it's shot by Richard Bay, and I learned like my heart is like Richard Bay, you know what I'm saying? Mm. So I knew the guy was like, okay, no, your brother is in whatever, whatever um, uh, entertainment industry, yeah? And then my sister was like, yeah. And then he was like, okay, no, you're going to need a presenter for whatever, whatever. You think you can do it? But then I said, no, no, I've presented before. Where did I present? But I was like, dude, I've presented before. I can do this, you know? Yeah, And yeah. he's like, okay. He's like, okay, no, I trust you. So I'm like, cool. Uh, I get there. Yo, man, I'm shaking. I'm like, damn, okay. Oh, I got to do this. But as soon as they said action, I, I don't know, bro. It's like, it's a psychological. I, I, I don't know how to explain it to people. It just happens. Like, once they yeah. say, okay, action, I don't fumble. Like, I don't stutter. It's just a, yeah. you know? And I know what to ask. Because they'll give you a brief, like, okay. So we're Durban July. Durban July is basically asking people about what inspired them to wear like this, who who dressed them, what are they looking for in this event, really? Are they here for the horses, fashion? Are they here for the drinks? Are they, you know what I'm saying? This mm -hmm. is the type of question that instantly pop up in your brain as soon as you think about Durban July. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So they brief you, they brief you shortly like that, and then they say, okay, you look good, okay, good, action, let's go. And then it just comes. I don't know. Yeah. I, don't know. I mean, I I think so, it does also. Um, sorry, but I, I, I think it does also come just to having a, a, a natural charisma and just a natural feel for the industry. Because, yeah. like, as you yeah. said, like yeah. you, like you were nervous before, but when the, when it was crunch time, when it was time, like it was kind of like this switch in your head. It's like, okay, like this feels natural. This is like this is me in my zone, like doing what I do best. You yeah. know. So I think it's very imperative just for anyone listening, like not necessarily if you if you if you're not an actor, but just know what your strengths are. And like you know, focus on those, hone in on those things. Like, like don't hold yourself back. Because I mean, like I'm sure you can agree. Like you wouldn't be where you are if you didn't put yourself in uncomfortable situations. If you didn't push yourself so out of your comfort zone, like you you wouldn't have even achieved half of anything if you didn't like continuously push yourself. And I think that's that's something that I feel almost these days a lot of people are scared to do. You know, like I think like the culture these days, the people. People kind of, if they don't succeed the first time or if it doesn't go well the first time, they kind of convince themselves, okay, this is not for me or I'm not good enough to do this. But it's, it's kind of like knowing what you want and then being so unrelentless, like you're going to get it no matter what, no matter who says yeah. anything, you know? Um, and okay, it's like, so on that topic, like on that sphere, like in the industry that you're in, I'm sure 
um, there have been a fair amount of like uh, declines and people saying no and people turning you down. Like, I, I just want to ask, have you had to deal with that? And if so, how have you dealt with it? How have you found the strength to, to bounce back after those, those things? Okay, here's, I, here's what I feel is also kind of like a downside in the industry. So the, it's better to, I feel like it's kind of better to know that it's a no. In the industry, bro, you go for additions. If you got it, you'll know. If you didn't get it, then it's nothing. Like nobody will say you didn't get it. It's, mm. it's just quiet. Then you just mm. see the show playing and you're like, and you're like oh. Oh. <laughs> that you know ain't me. Like, that ain't me. <laughs> bro, they don't. They don't tell you. And I feel like that. We should kind of. I feel like that's one thing that I feel like I can change in the industry when I'm gonna be a director and uh, own my own uh, own film company and what whatnot. That's one thing I'm gonna change. Like I'm gonna kind of make a system where I can tell people, okay, no. Like even during the audition, like okay, no, uh, due to so and so reason. So I feel like with that comes the growth in the actors. Because mm, mm. if you if I if I just don't know where I went wrong, why I wasn't picked or whatnot, I'll I'll, I'll never grow as an actor. I'll never know where I'm going wrong. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? Then I'll keep I'll keep repeating the same mistakes because I don't know where I'm going wrong. You know yeah. I mean? And as much as you can work like for your craft outside and work, you know what I mean. But if someone tells you, "Okay, trade," I feel like you're not a great soccer player. You need to work on on your shooting. Like your shooting is not widely ranged or whatever, you need to work on your skill sets or your speed or whatever. You know, okay, I'm lacking in this, so this is what I need to fix. The worst mm. thing is to not know where you're lacking in the like in the craft that you're trying to achieve. Mm. So I can imagine that's, that's the worst thing. I, I can imagine as well because I mean I think we all can agree that constructive criticism is very necessary in you bettering yourself. Like yeah. you need you need to, as, as much as you need to acknowledge your strengths, you also need to acknowledge your weaknesses and then fix those things. Like it's not just, it's not just one-sided. So um, I think especially like in, in the industry, like I, I, I can't even imagine like if I had to go for like an audition and then they just didn't say anything. Like then you're left wondering where it is you went wrong, you know? So I guess, I mean, I guess there's, there's pros and cons to that because I mean, the pros would be like, after the audition, if, if you don't have the sense that it went well, you kind of don't know where to fix. So you want to fix everything. So it could be one of two things. Like you either want to fix like your whole performance or maybe you get a bit despondent, but that depends on you. And I'm, I'm sure that you can agree. It's, it's also a very like, it's a mental challenge. Like it's, it's always like happening in here. Like, in yeah. here. like it's always like yeah. you trying to find the strength after not getting the gig to go back to the next audition, even though it might be just the same. Like you still put yourself in there again because if you don't, you'll never get it, you know? Like, if you don't put yourself out there. Yeah. So, so I, um, I, I, always, I, always, I always call it, like, crackhead mentality. Like, mm. going, smash, smashing into a wall, hopefully. And you know it's going to I love happen. that. You know what I mean? So you, keep, you, just, you just keep going, bro. You, gotta, you just got to keep going. Like, there's no other way. You're going to get rejections. You're going to say no. I mean, sometimes, to be honest, bro, sometimes in this industry, you get a no, not because you're not good or because of whatever. Sometimes it's just, the character's not you, yeah. You know? Or yeah. you play the character to perfection, but you, you just don't look the part. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And then obviously there's who you know and you know. Yeah, but I mean, there there are definitely so many like specifics when it comes down to finding the right role for you. So, I mean, like I you can't. It's also it would be vain of you to think, or it'd be ignorant for you to think that you're gonna get every single role that you apply for. Like you kind of just have to find what yeah. works for you. 
yeah. and then just try and hone in on that. Um, but with that being said, I mean, what are some of the what are some of the like life lessons or experiences or just lessons that you've learned in your four years in the industry? What are some of the things? Obviously, like the resilience and the tenacity are some of the things that you've learned. But other than that, what are some of the things that you've helped that you've found that kind of helped you and shaped you into where you where you are right now? Um, man, it's, it's, okay. Besides anything else, I feel like you gotta you gotta learn how to wait. How to wait? It's gonna be it's gonna be yeah. It's gonna, it's gonna be a long journey. For mm. some, it's quick. You know, if you're lucky, it's mm. quick. You hit it or whatnot, whatnot. But it's a long journey. It's a long journey of like growth. It's okay not to get it the first time. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And just work more on yourself, with yourself, like, mm. it's a, criticize yourself, like, mm. look at your past videos, your past monologues that you've done, I, I advise monologues, you know, I shoot monologues almost every day, mm. even though I'm mm. out of work, I'm like, you know, fuck it, man, provide, or it's TikTok, a TikTok, you yeah, know? yeah, something as simple as that, um, just work on yourself, or work on your craft a lot, like, <clears throat> there's going to be a lot of things that are going to be surrounding you, like, within the industry, especially when you start to pop, you know, so just like cover the noise. Like I don't know. Like I said, what what happens to me? Let's say I'm auditioning. I can see the people, or I'm even like let's say to see. I can see everybody until they say action. That's like I'm in the scene. Like, I can't. I don't care. I can't see the cameras. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. In, in a sense. Yeah, like so you just try to this zone of yours. Yeah, 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 yeah. So even even in life, have your zone where you. Just block out the noise and that doesn't affect you who said what who bought what or when who got what mm. just focus on yourself and, and your car I mean, I did. I like. I love the fact that you said, like, even on the days that you're not shooting, like, you're still shooting, like, you're still working, even if it's not for the camera. Like, you're. I, I guess it all comes yeah. down to that continuous self improvement, man. Like, like no matter what, you are always um like bettering yourself and your craft it's kind of like how after like a, a rugby game like the first team coach would go and show you guys a recap of the video like you're doing that now with yourself yeah. like literally you're the coach yeah. and the player and you're yeah. like okay this and needs I'm to like, get things in this like it's literally but i feel like i feel like to go. yeah i feel like anyone that has reached a certain level of achievement or excellence has that coach and player mentality like they know when yeah. to when to like work and they know when to criticize and i mean i guess that's the yeah. hardest part about building self-discipline and self-control like you can't you can't turn a blind eye to yourself uh, because no one else is going to yeah. fix you like no one no one's going to come out of nowhere and be like oh shame let me help you just so you can be better than me like no one's going to do that for you it's always yeah. you, versus you you know and i'm sure you can imagine like i'm sure the industry as well like do you find it's very do you find it's very like um cold like you find people normally just stick to themselves or are people normally generally willing to help if you do reach out for help like how how have you found interactions with other actors as well uh hey bro it's it's a dog eat dog world you know i can imagine though yeah yeah it's a it's a it's a type of thing of like we can be in the same place and we know about the same addition but i don't say Trey, let's go Mm. I'll go, then I meet you there, then I meet you there, but we like we live in the same house or something. Mm. Mm. You know? But yeah. I, I never told you anything. He never told me. I was like, yo, bro, I have to go somewhere. And I'm like, okay, I also have to go. Then I go, then we meet there. You know, like what type of thing is that? Yeah. It's kind of like, like every man for himself type thing. Like 
in, in a yeah. sense. Yeah. Yeah. So when so now when people try to like pull you closer, you kind of now you have this mentality of like this block that you now put up. You know, when people try to pull themselves closer to you, you have this mentality of like, like, what do you want? What do you mm. care for? Like, mm. Care for the because now I'm up there or in here because you're trying to or whatever. You know. Yeah. So you always think like there's there's agendas to people trying to get close to you, and usually. Yeah. Sadly, it really is. I was about to say, like, I'm, I'm sure often at the time, like, I can imagine, especially in, a, in an industry where, because let's face it, if there's, if there's four people auditioning for one role, only one of them are going to get it. And you're not going to go and try and give somebody else the role that you've been working for, you know? So yeah. it only makes yeah. sense in, in that regard. <sighs> I, I, I guess it all comes down to almost, like, just trying to build up a level of, like, self-awareness, self-assurance, so that you can almost, see what other people's intentions are but the scary thing is like you'll never really know what other people's intentions are like they could be trying to help you but then at the end of the day they switch up like i suppose it's just it's a learning process as you go like you learn when to trust when not to trust often Um, but from from that i mean you you mentioned earlier that uh one day when you're a director and open up your own film studio like I, i one of the questions i wanted to ask you is basically what Obviously, I, I do believe that you have like you haven't even started your acting career. Like you're you're only just getting like you're only just ah. getting started, you know, which is the, like yeah. even more exciting than anything else. But above that, what are your prospects for the future? What do you want to change and see happen within the South African acting um, environment? Like what what would your vision for the future be within the industry? Um. <clears throat> Hey man, just like I'd say, I'd say more chances, mm. more chances. There's definitely, mm. I I strongly believe there's definitely. Okay, let's take America for instance, right? America pumps a lot of money into the entertainment industry because they know yeah. that the returns are great. You know yeah. what I'm saying? The movies, the sales, or whatever, whatever. That that entertainment part of whatever, even if it's music, the returns are crazy. Mm. That's what makes them a powerful country, of which we don't realize. Mm. But in South Africa, there's not there's not much focus on the entertainment industry, you know. And there's so many like sagas and things, and so and so paid so and so, and money was taken here and not allocated where it was supposed to be allocated, yeah. and taken by who, you know what I mean? All of those politics, man. Like I bet I would I would like minimize that as much as I can, you know, and try think and try. I don't I don't understand how they think, but I mean, that's what it is. But yeah. um. Like jeopardizing or taking here and here from somewhere or whatever money from wherever, which is going to jeopardize the project that you're trying to achieve, which can mm. which can make you more money. You know mm. what I'm saying? If it makes bigger sales because the product is that good, which can go international, because now we can get our stuff from Netflix. Netflix is not even a thing anymore. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. <clears throat> so now, if you're producing the best things, then we're gonna keep getting it on Netflix and we're gonna keep getting money and getting it on Showmax or whatever. And we're gonna keep getting like more artists international, like mm. internationally recognized. Because that's what we want at the end of the day. Like personally, oh, acting, come on. Yeah, come like on. It, it only makes yeah. sense though, yeah. You know what I'm saying, bro? Yeah. Like, just, yeah, to do the most that side, to do the most that side. Um, so that's that's what I changed, man. And like, just give more chances to like people. You know, right now they're kind of doing it like they're doing whatever live video auditions or whatever. Um, now it's just not for like publicity. You, it used to be for publicity, honestly. Like, 
they say open editions, everybody come, but like we kind of know who we're trying to pick. Yeah. Just saying yeah. so that everybody knows about the show. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. So that that kind of that kind of demoralizes people, you know, as much as it's for marketing purposes or whatever, but it demoralizes people like the ads. And I would notice because I didn't just come into the industry and then start like, okay, being this big, like um what you call this <clears throat> uh, agency that's getting all these big gigs, whatnot, whatnot, whatnot. Like I started from like like being an extra extra. Yeah. Like, yeah. No, yeah, that was me, that was me, that was me, yeah, that was yeah 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 like that's literally where we started bro you know so i i I know the growth from like the beginning beginning, and it it, it demoralizes a lot of people you know Mm. and with that like giving more people chances like i've seen so much weird i've seen so many awesome like talented people leave Joburg because now obviously there's no more money or whatever whatever the case may be i'm saying talented talented ass people but they're just not getting Chances, bro, because it's mm. just so I know you and I know. And most of these talented people, they're not for Instagram, they're not for clubbing, they're not for men. They keep to themselves, remember, they just get like a young girl and have a chill body, whatever, whatever, with their mates. You know, they, they don't switch up type group or whatever, mm-hmm. you know. So they, they just really kills the industry, bro, because you don't get to see the best of it. You go to yeah. theater, that's where you get to see the they get chances in theater. Oh my goodness, it's amazing. It's mm. amazing. Yeah. And um, have you ever considered, because uh, I obviously know that film and screen acting and theater is completely different fields, but have you ever considered yeah. going into theater? Has that ever been an interest of yours? Or have you, because yeah. as, as much as theater is, is it, it, for, for me, I, I really enjoy that aspect of acting as well. But I know that the money is definitely in film. And if you're trying to establish yourself as an, as an actor, especially in South Africa, let's say, like, especially in South Africa, it, like, theater is, it's not that it's impossible, but it's, it's much harder to, to, to do or to achieve that level of excellence. Um, like, you have, to, you have to know the right people and be in the right, like, there has to be so many good things going on just for you to get that, that recognition. But has theater ever been something that appealed to you? Like, have you ever thought about going into theater previously or maybe in the future? Yeah, yeah, yeah no, I have. I've done it. Like, for, but that's the first thing that I did. Like, 12 year old, you know, they did those uh, uh, community church theater things. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, you know, all those plays, I want to say, so it was like, a, like an escape from whatever. From whatever. Um, mm. Uh, to go on the outside, put in like practice, you know. And, yeah. I, and I kept on getting these big roles, and my mom was like, dude, like, what's going on with you? Nah, so we're going to go to whatever, whatever travel. You know, then it was something that like I kind of grew up into, and then kind of sports kind of took my heart the most. And I was like, okay, I'm going to go with that. You know what I'm saying? But it's always like, been a thing, because even, even now, even now that, 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 because you know, I did that Serafina thing in UK for them, which is like a, a theatrical performance, yeah. And, uh, yeah, beautiful. That's cool. I mean, that's also like just a, a very like black empowerment type thing. So it's very yeah. close to home as yeah. well. It's very like, um, and and Powerful for you, stuff, um, for you especially, do you think that, do you think that you have a specific role? Like, do you think that there are certain roles that you fit more, or do you find yourself more adaptable to certain types of things? Like, do you do, or do you find yourself like more tending to go to certain types of roles in order that have a certain type of portrayal or or storyline or character development? What's your What's your experience in terms of the roles you have had and the roles you've auditioned for? 
Um, hey, bro. Like, it's, 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 okay. Am I, like, not in my head, but in terms of acting-wise and talent-wise, literally anything. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Put off anything. But at the end of the day, how you look, it really matters. So that, yeah. that obviously can't change. You know, how you look really matters. The look of the film, what they're trying to go for. Because, like, me as a director, also, I understand that, like, in my head, when the script has been written and the writer comes to me and says, This is the story of Basil Basil in the school. Um, and we, we already have a picture in our heads of who we're trying to, like, pick. Yeah. Like, if I can think, okay, this, this person is a trade, bro. You know, but mm-hmm. obviously, I can't pick trade because maybe trade's not an actor. But if I can see someone like Chair, I'd be like, This is the dude. I don't think mm-hmm. he can not even finish the audition and fumble or whatever, but I'd be like, can you try to do something, you know, just so you can get it? Because I'm like, dude, you the guy. Like, I yeah. can see you being the guy. You know yeah. what I'm saying? If they can't see, if they can't see you being the guy at the end of the day, if I'm looking, if, if my the image in my head of the character is a skinny dark dude, then like, yeah, like, like yeah, you wouldn't get as much know. as I can, you know, as much as I can pull off the act or whatever, 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 but it'll never be the same because the look is just not really there. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So also like what I've experienced throughout my years is that like I used to audition for like everything. I kind of like still do, but now when I can see that, no, okay, there's no way that, like there's no way that it's easy. I just don't go. Cause also that like, that like takes you away from being demoralized. Like, Cause now you're getting a lot of no's, but now you're getting no's for also things that now you can talk that I'll tell you I wasn't going to get this. Cause the yeah. first key short guy, I'm a tall big dude. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So also selectively, like looking at your visions. Okay, if they like playing a church key. Um, so going back to that, like I've auditioned for so many other things, you know. But the characters that I keep getting the most are just these player guys, pretty boys, what, 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 what. You know, like there's that like typecast thing. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. There's that like typecast thing, which yeah, I don't really like. Because I'm trying to explore this whole thing. You know yeah, I mean? yeah. You don't want to box yourself. To, yeah, I'm not trying to box myself. Unless now they can give now this pretty boy the thing a bad guy type feel. And yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Give him some character as well. Yeah. Develop, yeah, then it makes it more, then there can be more challenge of which oh, I pray I can get a role like that soon. You know, mm. candle for that. <laughs> No, but yeah, manifested. I mean, I, I I can definitely see that happening in a few years. Just getting those yeah, more complex yeah. like development roles centered around you. Like I, I definitely see that happening. Um, yeah. And in terms of so, in terms of your professional and personal life, do you kind of have do you have a a schedule? Like, do you know on Mondays from here to here, I need to be shooting here or I need to be there, or is your schedule more like on a like on a need to know pro writer basis, like? Like how how are you balancing your your personal and professional life essentially in the industry? Uh, we'd like to say this industry is like it's a fun industry, so sometimes mm-hmm. you can get away with not really mixing at the same time, but you can have I can work two day during the day, afterwards I can go for a drink with the people I just worked with my director. Yeah, director. So yeah, I just feel like this character should go like you know. So, and you know, mm, and we have mm, to stop. Yeah. So, it's an industry where you can kind of balance like the two, and you need to now balance the two. And yeah. not like now come to work, not like now come to work drunk and, you know, yeah. not, you know what I'm saying? 
but now it's, it's, it's a world where we can have a bit of at the same time with the same people. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure that's, that's I, I think in any industry, like that's having that balance and especially being able to have that balance with the people that you work with. It, it brings you guys closer together in a way as well. You know, like you get to know the people beyond the screen, beyond the work environment. Like yeah. you actually get to know the people that behind the character that you're in. And I mean, I suppose that's a very important part in order to connect better on screen. You have to know them a bit better off screen, you know, like it, it would only make sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. And but yeah, sorry, sorry, please go on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So with that, like, it's like, obviously, you know what you're doing, like Monday like, to, to Friday or whatever, or to Saturday. Let's not be telling on Friday, on Saturday, okay. On Friday, okay, guys, like, serious to pick up whatever on Saturday, Saturday, so please come through. And obviously now that's overtime, you know? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's kind of like scheduled, but sometimes you have like free time. You know? And you know, you have like weekends off, basically. You can't, you never show up Sunday, almost never. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The Lord's Day. Yeah. So you can have a party here and there. You can have a party here and there. Even Saturday, you can be like, okay, guys, since we shot on a Saturday, damn, we just go out and drink. We just go zoop. And it's a, you know, a whole phone party. You know, it's, just, it's, it's crazy, man. It's fun. It's crazy. It's, it's, emotion, it's an emotional roller coaster. You're going to cry. Yeah. It's, it's emotional. Um, and then just in terms of, just in terms of what, where you are now, because obviously you, you explained before that when you, when you got your job at Nish, like you knew nobody, like you, you, you went yeah. there with not having any connections. I mean, I can also testify to that when I, when I moved to the Cape, like it's almost like starting on a fresh blank page, like you're writing the story yeah. now type thing, you know? Yeah. Um, but now after these years of your networking and of your uh, interactions with the people in Joburg, do you feel... Do you feel like it's 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 almost easier now for you? Um, and if so, if so, if things are coming easier, if it's just the same almost, um, but more so, if it is easier now, what are you doing for yourself to keep yourself hungry, to keep yourself wanting more, to keep yourself as motivated as you were initially in the beginning? Like, what are some of the things that you do to kind almost condition your mind to? always stay like you know uh, um, ambitious and, and dedicated to what you want yes man okay firstly besides anything else that i would feed my mind to think in order for that to happen like from the beginning it's just like like the passion mm. passion that, that that drives you a lot that that goes a long way rather than wanting to be famous or wanting mm. to be seen, you mm. know what I mean? Like that goes a long way, you know, because you get people that say, no, no, I want to get into the industry, but just because like you got into it because someone told you, oh, you actually look good, you know, and you got this one minor whatever role, whatever, because you actually fit it, right. you know what I mean? And it mm. kind of gives you this, you know what I'm saying? Mm. So just be in it for like the right reason. That's what like motivates me most. And outside of that, it's like, I don't know. It's just like a personal thing. Like, I'm a winner, bro. Like, you mm. know, mm. I'm, I'm very competitive. Like, mm. besides with anybody else, but like with myself, I'm always, I'm a self critique. Like, I always criticize myself. I feel like when people start to not go back, look at my own system. Like, no, I should have done this better. Then I guess to be like, practice it. Like, it's like, it's like you're crazy, bro. Mm. Mm. You know? It's that crackhead yeah, mentality. You know, 
You know what I'm saying? I I, I still so, love that phrase. Like, like I wrote it down because like <laughs> that's like perfect, like the perfect description. Yeah, yeah, bro. Like I did instantly like practice it. Like, okay, yeah, I should have done it like that, man. That lap I'm speaking to myself, bro. In my apartment, I'm speaking, I'm like, yeah, I should have done it like that, man. Hey, bro. And next time I get a, I get a roll like this, I trust me. You know, yeah. you know, then you start like, yeah, yeah, yeah bro. Then it kind of like starts the passion, man. That passion drives you. Like, you, you just gotta be, able to be in it for the right reasons. Um, and have that crackhead mentality. Like, if this, mm. if this thing, if this thing, like, doesn't make you sleep. Like if I don't addition that, like, like, I just I'm, I'm so mad at myself, bro. Mm. You know, and it's it, it takes a toll on them. Like the, you know what I'm saying. So you know that, bro. I really love this thing. This is what I'm supposed to be like pushing. Me. So that's what basically keeps me like driven and keeps me yeah. doing more. Like not not letting outside or extrinsic things like motivate you. Like okay, I want to be more famous. I want to be what what what. But just basically the love that you have. And the respect that you have for the craft, that you're gonna keep working hard towards it. Cause now it's it's your bread, bro. Just mm. respect your bread. Respect respect your bread. Respect the way you eat it. Mm. And I think I'm, yeah. I honestly think that was like that was not that I was expecting the answer, but I think that's the, the perfect answer. The fact that you said that's the passion driving you because. Honestly, I don't think that you, I don't think you you can do anything long-term if you don't have passion and, and find fulfillment in it. Like you need to, you need to know why you're doing something. You need to have, you need to know your intention with what you're doing in order to achieve anything. Um, and then one thing you said as well that I think is very important, like a lot of people also might need to hear is that you, you say that you don't place your beliefs or opinions on external people. It's kind of you looking at yourself like you're not worried about what everyone else is saying you're looking at yourself and where you stand with yourself because i mean especially bro like I, i'm sure you can you you can testify but especially with the whole culture of social media and and everything like a lot of people want to almost have the facade or the the, the mask that they've achieved or that they look like they've achieved but behind it like yeah. they're, they're they're just trying to pull it for front you know like um, and with social media as well, a lot of people like because of the fact that if I post a photo, I can get let's say a, a couple thousand likes now or a couple hundred thousand views now, whatever the case may be for anyone. It's kind of built up this this idea of instant gratification. Like if people don't start seeing results now, they think it's not worth it. But it's having the passion to be like, no, it doesn't matter if if one person is watching, if a hundred thousand people are watching, like I'm still gonna do this. Like it's it's about what I want to do, you know. Um, and I think that's a very vital point, man. Like, especially with, with I think especially with our culture of social media, like a lot of people are, are are living for the gram. Like, it's actually a thing. Like, you see it all the time. Like, people are actually like trying to portray this image of yeah. achievements, but they don't. They themselves don't know why they're doing what they're doing. You know, like they're just doing it because yeah. they think that's what will get them the respect. They'll think that's what will get them the recognition, and. I mean, often at, at the times, like it, it could, it, you could, you could be hot stuff for a month or a year or something, but eventually like the truth always comes out. Like those who are in it for the right reasons get what is owed to them. Like it, it, hard work always pays off, you know, like the, the passion is always the starting point for anything that you're going to start into. Um, and yeah, I think that was definitely like, that was definitely a perfect answer. Like, because I mean, I, I, I'm sure you can testify if you didn't have a passion for what you would be doing, you would have probably given up by now. Like after the first few no's, like it would have been, like you would have didn't. Because like, it's rough. Yeah, yeah like. It's, you, it's, bro, it's rough. You're going to be like, what? Nah. 
I'm spending all this money and I'm not getting it back. You just yeah. You know, no. And it's like, yeah, it's, it's you, yeah, like I'm telling you, the most talented people that said, yo, I can't do this industry shit no more. And they left, you know, the mm. most talented people, bro. And I'm like, yeah, man, like if you, if you, if you really can't stick it out and you're like, you know what, bro, I, I'm going to do this. Like something is going to come up. You just keep crackhead mentality, dog. Mm. Even though there's nothing, dog, no addition. You have an addition in like two months or a month or whatever. Like there's nothing you're waiting for. But in your head, you're like, something's coming. Something's bro, coming, like, yeah. And, I'm like, bro. and sometimes in my head, I'm like, dude. But damn, okay, this is where it out, you know? Yeah. Like I said, it's an emotional roller coaster. It's great. But I, I honestly think that, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a popular quote that if you want to be in top 1%, you have to do what 99% of people are not doing. Like, you have to yeah. be the 1% of the 1%. Like, you know, so it only makes sense that you can't, you can't obviously be you can't obviously like you can't be comparing your progress and where you are to people ahead of you because as much as there may be people ahead of you there's also people behind you it's also it's more about coming to this realization that it's you trying to be better than yesterday for yourself it's not about like this guy what gig he just got or what she just landed or what branch she's working it's kind of like okay where do i stand what do i want to achieve let's work on that like it's 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 a it's a it's a one-man race it's literally a one-man race you know and I'm sure that's definitely something you realize. Yeah, like, yeah. It, it, it never stops as well. You realize, yeah, all of a sudden you realize, you're like, what? Where's the, oh, you guys are down there. Mm-hmm. You know, now you're part of that top 1%. Because mm. now you just kept on focusing on just you, dog. Because you mm. can see the external case. Okay, now you think, right, okay, cool. But you just, you're on you, bro. You're on you mm. and you're like on your own journey, bro. It's like getting yourself, because you can understand, like, I even even after having gone to the school, I was like, okay, now I gotta pay for an acting coach. I got an acting coach. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's now further growth with someone with now because I I had this this like I told you I was it was frustrating me so much that bro man I go to these editions and it's a no clearly because now it's playing and I'm not there but I I don't know why you know then I was like no okay I got an acting coach acting coach now will tell me okay so this is how you do it. From step one, up, up, okay. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And she's like, yeah, so when you do this, you do it like this. So this is how you do this. So if you think this doesn't work, try, you know, then someone was giving me a back and forth and I would perform to her. And she's like, I love it, but this, mm. you're still, still doing something with your, you know, now you, you know where to fix and what to. So by the time now you get there, people now are like, okay, this guy is actually good, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's almost like yeah. it's almost like when you used to write a test at school and then the teacher would mark your stuff and then she'd be like, okay, everything you got wrong, go write it out 10 times, like do your corrections. It's kind of like yeah. that acting coach yeah. has been like, okay, like you did this right, but let's focus on what's not right. Let's fix that as well. You know, it's like it's that continuous. That. Yeah, it's yeah. like that continuous. So when you go to the next audition, it's like you look the same, but mentally, like you're you're so much more ahead than where you were for that last audition. Like you're like, I'm ready yeah. now, like yeah. I'm ready now. Yeah, yeah, and I, now I, in, your, in, your, in your head, you've already performed for someone that you trust, you know, because mm. now you trust the acting opinion since now she's your acting coach. So mm. you've already auditioned so, auditioned so many times for someone that you trust, and they've given you so, like, a positive feedback. 
So now another thing going into auditions, you need to like confidence obviously works. Confidence mm. is like 70% of your performance. If you're not confident, obviously your it's gonna show in your performance and it's mm. gonna show negatively. You know mm. what I'm saying? So confidence is also like a factor. So now you're going into your next audition saying, oh, I got this, you know? Yeah. I, yeah. I, 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 I basically did a character like this last week with my acting coach. I got yeah. this. You know? So now even when you don't get it, you're like, okay, I probably didn't get it because of this. You know, now you're starting to, that's where you, now you start self-critiquing yourself because now yeah. you know what to look for. Now you're like, damn, I should have said this better because I think I was kind of quick and it didn't sound natural, you know, or whatever. Mm. I mean, now you start fixing that, you start. So, sorry, we just got you off, but I was like, I, I mean, I guess yeah. it's, it's like you, you can only know what to look for when you start putting in the work. Like if you didn't, if you didn't focus on benching your craft, you would have gone to the next audition and done the exact same thing as before and still not know it. But now if you know that you've improved in let's say your, your stance, your confidence, and then you still get to know, you know that's not the reason anymore. So now you look for something else. It's like almost correcting all that's wrong and then by moving out all the wrong stuff, you, you just get better. You get you know? yeah. Yeah, yeah, like you, you, you don't- start everything. Yeah, like you don't exactly have to know like where you're going or, or like what you want, but you know what you don't want. So you're just gonna take those things out yeah. and then get better that way. It's like a reverse process. Um, so yeah, yeah, I think that's that's definitely, that's definitely something that applies to any industry, like in, in, in any field, if you're, if you're a, a painter, if you're like a dancer or a, a, a coder, like you don't exactly always have to know the exact details of what you want because knowing what you don't want and then taking that out is probably just as important or as vital to, to now what you're getting be better is what you want exactly yeah. it's just fine tuning down the 99 percent to get to the one yeah. um but one yeah. thing you said one thing you said is like when in terms of your performance when you had an acting course like you already performed it for someone that you trust um and i just wanted to go on a bit about that because i i, I wanted to ask in terms of like especially because you said this is such a, like a dog eat dog world, like a one man versus like everyone, like you versus everyone else. Like trust is probably something that's really sacred and rare in the industry. So in terms of yeah. how, how, how have you felt um, your connection to maybe some of your friends, your friendship circles and the people that you associate with, do you feel like you have a, a very large network of people that you trust or is it more like just on a, a closed, more small circle basis? Like, like your your intimate friends, the people that you trust, that they would give you the the advice and the criticism that you need. Um, how do you yeah. how do you take that and how do you handle those situations? Like, do you have those people that you can rely on? Uh, okay, so like personally myself, I, I don't really like I don't trust a lot of people. That's just mm -hmm. like me, you know. Because it's like that, like you said, it's like a very sacred thing. Like when I trust you, it's like yo, dude, like I can trust you to do. Like when I say, if someone comes to me and says, so and so did this or said one or not, I trust you enough to say, this guy. Yeah, you know, yeah, what are you talking yeah. about, right? You know what I mean? I want to trust yeah. you on that level. So there's a very small circle of people that I trust with it. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Then it's obviously now with the acting, there's going to be certain people that you're going to pick, you know? Generally, like, okay. Here's my acting coach. Obviously, she doesn't have anything against me. Like she's old, man. Mm -hmm. you know. Like she's got nothing against me. Yeah. Why? Why would she? Why would she lie to me? Why would she lie? To me? You know, I'm mm -hmm. paying her to tell me the truth. Like, come on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. So that's one person that you trust. Then you probably have like a mentor, you know. But with other people, I feel like 
with that trust thing, I just separate people. Like you just gotta know. I always saw people like in the industry, like going into the industry, you must separate your people. Don't don't I'm not saying don't trust or don't trust easily, but separate people first. So you have like your workmates, you have your like acquaintances, you have like people that you see every day because of work. So now you guys can go out for a drink or two or go out and chill, whatever, whatever. So you guys are not workmates anymore, but you're not like acquaintances. You guys kind of know each other on the, but you're not friends. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you gotta differentiate between like your friends, like yo, Trey, I'm in yo, I'm in trouble. I need a thousand men. I think I'm not friends. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Rather than, rather than none of that, or you know, because mm. now you're gonna be asking the wrong people. Because now yeah. you're making your acquaintances your friends. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So who, know who who to hang out with, know who influences you in your decisions, and mm. that should be a really close circle. Like I said, I don't like a lot of people in my head. I'm I'm my own comments. I tell me this is what we're doing. This is how we move. Because if it doesn't work like this, I can't say. This guy, he told me like this, and now uh, it's not working out. I'm gonna say, Oh, it's not working out here. Okay, so let me change it like this because I know how to change my course because I started this course. Nobody mm. can tell you how to run your course, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I think that's very true. Like, everyone has everyone has their own path. Like, I can't compare yeah. my success to somebody else's because we have completely different stories and histories and backgrounds. Like, we can't have the yeah. same, like, like we, I have to make my own way. Um, and with what you said, just about like, I, I guess like almost the sum of what you're saying, you're saying like you need to always obviously know where you stand with people and where people stand with you. Like you can't be confusing yeah. the lines because when you start blurring the lines between people, like you can, as much as it, it can pay off, you can also let in a lot of negativity that you don't need into your circle. Like you can let in people yeah. that maybe might feed you the wrong information and might feed you stuff that throws you off your, and I mean, I, I, that's also something I wanted to ask now. Have you ever found that, you've um have there, have there ever been times where you maybe just lost the motivation and then or like like has there been a period where like you were you were unsure you started second guessing or were there any periods of that doubt and insecurity because obviously at the end you found a way to bring yourself back but were there those periods where you're like am i doing the right thing did you question what you're doing and were there any, any of those periods of like self-doubt and 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 basically all that stuff um but i, I don't i don't think i ever had like I don't think I, I'll, like in me doing something, like when I've committed myself to something, I'll never have a period, like ever, have a period that I say, am I doing the right thing? So mm. now I always knew I was doing the right thing. However, now the question was like, do I want to continue doing this? Mm. Mm. You know, so that's where the, this is where, that's, mm. that's where the, like the, the doubt was coming from. Like, do I want to, but like you have nice really like, I, so I got my last hundred grand. I can either now this is like probably like my first year or something like in Joe. So it's like, okay, so I have my last hundred grand. Tomorrow there's an addition. Or I can buy food because I'm hungry right now and there's no food. I I don't want to keep making these decisions every single time. You know mm. what I'm saying? Mm. But at the end of the day, what am I gonna do? I'm on the doors. Tomorrow I'm gonna wake up. I'm gonna go. Gosh, you know, the yeah. <laughs> hey, even after that, like whole conversation with myself. So that's like those are like the dark areas that I've had. Like, yo, do I want to continue doing this? Not like am I doing the right thing? I always knew yeah. this is my part. 
you know? Yeah. So like when I dedicated myself to the part, I was like, this is the part that I want to take. This is my part. So I never doubted that. However, I was always, you have those periods in time and you're like, do I want to continue pursuing this? You know? Yeah. Or like, obviously, like the industry has its own sagas or whatever, whatever. Somebody was chosen because of whatever over you because he, he or she knew whatever, whatever, whatever. You know, then you get those little stories now because now you know people kind of. Now people would feed you, such, give you certain information like, yo, bro, you know, you could have gotten that role. It was yours, but then Brewer pulled up because he's so and so, knows so and so, they spoke, and you know, you went through. So now you're just chilling there, like, why am I still in this industry? Like, <laughs> like, like if it's already it's so, like, closed off, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just you just have those doubts, like, bro, bro I want to, like, what was going on, bro, you know? Mm. But at the end of the day, you always bring yourself back, and at least that 100 grand, you just get to the rest of Yeah, the word. And- I did. I really loved what you said. Like it's you. You never. You never second guessed what you were doing. Like you never, ever had the doubt that you had the wrong intention. Because I, I, I do believe. Like I, I tell yeah. everyone that I have on the show. Like you always have to be. I, I believe you always have to be intentional and authentic in whatever you're doing. Like yeah. if you're intentional and you're yourself, then that's the right thing. But it's not. You're not trying to live up to yeah. anyone's expectations. So I love what you said when like you. You never had the doubt that you were doing the right thing but you kind of question like okay is this still what i want to do do i still want to do it like this yeah. and i feel like often yeah, like what's yeah i feel like often what people do um people kind of people kind of say something like about themselves let's say five years ago they said they were going to do this and they kind of condition their lives into only achieving this thing where they like they've kind of maybe outgrown that vision of them or that vision of what they of their what they want but because they say that they're so like stuck in their ways like they have this tunnel vision that they don't actually ask themselves is this still what i want to do like am i doing this now because i still want to do it or because everyone i told everyone i was going to do it and now i have to like meet an expectation like you know it's it's about always coming back to yourself um, and I, I, I resonate with that like a lot personally as well, because I mean, obviously like you were there in, in our 2017 in the trip when I told everyone I was, I was going to study actuarial science and I went to college. I, I studied XI for, for two years. And then in like midway through my second year, I was kind of like, I'm actually not enjoying this, you know, like, like yeah. I do, I still want to be doing this. Like besides the fact that everyone, because I mean, you, you can also relate coming from a POC family, like if you're doing anything like a doctor and actually anything like everyone's like rooting for you because like everyone's like nah yeah yeah yeah, yeah. But you kind of like now almost um compromise on your vision or your goals because now everyone else is like putting this pressure or this expectation onto you and i guess the most important yeah. part for anyone is like if you, you have to ask yourself is this still what i want to do and for me personally it was like no i was like no this is actually not what i want to do i want to go into something similar but in my own way so i got into data science and like you have to you have to just find what your intentions are and it's okay for yeah. your intentions to change because you're not the same as you were those five years ago when you set the goals like yeah no. more no, you've no. experienced more so it makes sense if you want to change your goals but it's always about asking yourself is this all what i want to do i i, I think that's such a valuable lesson just for anyone in any sphere that they yeah. in any industry that they're doing because I'm sure like you've heard about those situations of people that start off working in a job um, and they think they're just going to be in this company like maybe one or two years, but then they get comfortable, they get lazy, and then yeah. like, they look back and 15 years later, like they're still in the same oh, company, they're still in the same place. Bro, you know? and, you're like, no. and you're like, where did my life go in this time? So I think it's a very important thing for anyone to do, like whatever industry you're in, always ask yourself, 
is this what I want to be doing? Ask yourself why you're doing it. Like Simon Sinek, he's an author and a, an entrepreneur. And he always, like he wrote this book, Start With Why, because you need to know your intent before you do the thing. You can't just be doing it because you told people five years ago you're going to do it or because people expect this of you or because of that. Because if your intentions are external, it's not going to pull through. Like it has to be, I want yeah. to be doing this and I am doing this. Yeah. Like it's always that mental strength that you need to that mental resilience. So yeah. yeah, I think that's I think that's a, a very important a very important point. And I, I I love the fact that you said that because yeah, man, like you see it you see it pulled through. Like I I believe you can't fake passion, you can't fake authenticity. Like you see in somebody's yeah. eyes, like you know you know that feeling you get when you're at an edition and and they start smiling and things are going well. Like you know that feeling, and even if the next yeah. ten auditions aren't like the one you you chasing that feeling again like you know that feeling and like you want like it's just exactly. that continuous that continuous yeah. want for better like it's it's all a mental thing and you can't fake that you can't you can't put yourself through that if you, that's not what you want to do like you have to know where you stand with yourself as well and i think yeah. that's that's what life is about man it's just figuring out what your lane is and then just pushing the hell out of that like getting everything that you can out of that man um yeah. So yeah, I think that's a that's a very that's a very big point. And then, so so just like on our, on our last few points, um, what are some of the for for anyone listening now, um, specifically for people listening now that that want to get into the South African entertainment industry, um, what are some of the um, or any any industry actually internationally it doesn't just have to be South African wherever you're listening from, but what are some of the insights? that you would like to share or maybe just some of the the tips that you or experiences that you wish at your age maybe in high school or before that you could have heard someone else saying maybe on a podcast or somewhere that that may have helped you or guided you into like the the field of acting what is something that you wish you could have heard at at the beginning uh you're alone bro you know it's it's a, it's a journey you need to take alone. There could, there could be people wanting to assist you, there could be people assisting you, but at, at the end of the day, when you're sitting by yourself in your house or whatever, whatever, what are the conversations that you have with yourself? Like it's a you journey, you mm. know? Like I said, nothing else must influence you but you, mm. you know? Keep asking yourself the intent questions, why? You know, that, that drives you towards your goal more. Mm. You know, so I would have, I would have just wanted someone to tell me leave you alone. So nobody must tell you besides you, because you know what you want to do. Mm. You know, mm. outside of that, grab as much knowledge as you can from literally anyone and anything. You know, read a lot of books. You know, reading is important. Like I can't stress this more tonight. Mm. Nobody like reading is important. You know? mm. Just besides anything else, just for like growth, knowledge, just knowing more. It opens up your brain also. Like yeah. you become a fast thinker. I don't know if it's yeah. just me. No, you become I, a fast thinker. I definitely you, you agree. Quick, you're quick on your feet. Mm. Like it just opens up your brain. So it's, it's something that you should do more often. I advise that. So just, and self-development, always look, look for self-development. Always look to strive for better. Always develop yourself every time. Like I said, monologues. Whenever you can do more work, something as simple as a TikTok, reading a book, Maslow's theory, what, 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 you know, 
mm. whatever that can feed your craft or can feed your passion while you wait for that big break. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So when it comes, like I said, just stay ready. Mm. Just like to just stay ready so you don't have to be ready. When the big roll comes, okay, you, you know what to do. Yeah. I I, I, do, I love that. You know what to do. I always tell people that stay ready like, so you don't have to yeah. get ready, bro. Like stay, stay on it, stay hungry, bro. Even 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 besides even besides like like physically or anything like that, like emotionally, um, important. Mm. Like physically, you know, like psychologically in your brain, like. Get ready for when you get that big break and now you're starting to become famous. How are you going to handle this if you're a mm. person that has extrinsically motivated and you mm. make extrinsic things excite you and derail you from what you actually want to do? Mm. Mm. So when that whole fame thing comes in now, you, how are you going to handle it? Mm. It's totally not going to go your way. You're yeah. not prepared mentally, you know? Mm. So it's very important to prepare yourself, even mentally, besides physically, anything, but mentally, emotionally how to be emotionally intelligent, you know? You might not be having your quick, like the best of your days, but the fact that you're going out and someone's gonna say, hey, Trey, can I please take a photo? You can't even go, you know? Yeah. You gotta have that emotional intelligence to now say, okay, this is my, now I'm in my workspace. The yeah. world knows about you. This is what you decided to do. Emotional intelligence now, so now. Okay, you have a people now that, I, like I'm saying, I'm always telling people like, even in real life, I feel like I'm also acting. Mm. Until I get to the comfort of my own home, mm. then I'm like, okay, oh, okay, now I can be me, you know? Yeah, yeah. But even on my side, you know, now on my side, it's like I'm still putting up a certain, like, facade if I can play, like, you know, to people so that I don't seem a certain way or I don't come across in a bad way because it's part of my, my job. People need to love me. People mm. need to want to see me. That's what, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Mm. Yeah. And I can even, I, I also imagine like in, in certain times that can be very emotionally taxing, especially for people that are always in the public eye, like always public figures. Like it, it, yeah. it definitely can get to a point where like you could be having the worst day, but when you go outside, you have to have a smile because like you don't necessarily have a, a, a business or a workspace. Like when you go outside, that is your workspace. Like that is like, your workspace. Like bro. the people you see are your customers. Like you have like customer services, everything in any industry. So I suppose. Yeah especially in the entertainment industry developing that level of emotional intelligence and that emotional resilience is like probably the most important thing that you could do for yourself because like like if if you don't do that you're going to get derailed you're going to get thrown off you're going to lose your your control publicly it's going to and i'm sure you know like your reputation is everything so you need to do what you can to always guard that reputation you know like you always need to yeah yeah, always need to stay focused on on that as well but I, I really like the fact that you said that you brought up reading um, because I like it's it's definitely something I think anyone listening to like like if you if you aren't a reader become a reader because there's like like they don't lie when they say knowledge is power like once you know something no one can take that away from you like no one can also no tell one. you otherwise about that like I feel like the only time people can trick you or convince you otherwise is if you yourself don't know enough about something. It's easy for people to throw you off. But if you know what you're talking about because you've read about it, because you've researched it, because you've heard it, you you have this self-confidence and you can only build that by like reading the right stuff, by ingesting the right material. You yeah. know? So it, yeah. it, it, it works both ways. Like if you want to grow physically and in your career, you also have to grow mentally like, and psychologically. Like it's not, it's not one without the other. They all come together. 
Um, so I think that's definitely something that I like anyone should take away. And in terms of that, like I'm sure last year in 2020 during the lockdown, especially with the industry, things were like really quiet for you. So what are, what are some of the things like, how did that impact you? How did you deal with the, the, twi- like the pandemic personally in your own sphere? What are some of the things you did to keep yourself active mentally, physically, spiritually, or whatever it may be? Like, how did you keep yourself going and keep yourself working on your craft, even when there wasn't, even like for that period where we didn't know what was happening, like no one knew what was happening with their futures or what their careers or everything. Yeah. So I'm sure they, there must have been a time for you where you were like, okay, like what is happening now? Like when is the next job coming? So what are some of the things that you did yeah. just to keep yourself like sharp and, 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 and aware and awake in that period besides reading? Because I'm sure that's, that's also something you did. But like other than yeah. that, what are some of the things that you did just to keep yourself honest? Well, to be honest, I stuck to the plan. Crackhead mentality. I was mm-hmm. like, this thing is going to end, bro. When additions come, I must be ready. So I was mm-hmm. training, grinding. Mm-hmm. I was going on that. I was, okay, where's the next? Like, you know, I was trying to keep myself on my feet like I've got an addition tomorrow, but I don't. Mm-hmm. It's like, basically, you're always just looking at, like, you're always keeping the bigger picture in mind, you know? Like, you're always, yeah, so you're I, always I keeping to, the, the goal in mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In my head, I was like, this is temporary. The plan does not change, bro. We keep on keeping on. This is the plan, right? Mm-hmm. This step to the plan. Mm-hmm. You know, I started finding other ways around now the pandemic to get myself into the right areas or to speak mm-hmm. to the right people or to, because now, truth be told, in the industry, there was only no jobs for, uh, not, it, was, it wasn't such a long period as people may think, mm-hmm. you know? Let's say maybe three months, four months, yeah. two and a half months between. It wasn't like as long as people thought it was. But now after those three months or three and a half months, four months, the jobs were now starting to only be given out to, you know, this one. Yo, dog, there's a role. Come through. Yo, there's a... Because now you're not allowed to go anywhere. The only people that are allowed to go are people that are shooting. So now mm. nobody's auditioning. Nobody, there's no new jobs. The only people that still kind of have jobs now are people that were already employed, you know what I'm saying? Mm. So now it's like, yo, come through and don't come. Yeah, there's a job here. Yo, come. Because now you, you, it's where you, it's now who you know, you know? If you don't know anybody now, you're not going to get any jobs, mm. you know? Mm. So I was like, no, okay, the plan continues. Now it's just to like know more people, knowing more people, uh, trying to network some more, trying to contact people, trying to do things like via my phone, you know, trying to hit up like, um, uh, production companies, yo, okay, guys, this is my resume. I don't have a job right now. Basta, basta. Like, literally, no okay. I, I don't care. I don't care, like, yo, dog, you kind of know, like, what are they going to say? Oh, Tyson, this role, that's a thing. And I'm like, dog, it's you. I don't care who says what. When I get mm. the job, you're not going to say, me, dog. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, right. Like, guys, I'm currently not employed. I don't, I'm not, blah, 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 blah. Pandemic's been hard. That's it, blah, blah, blah. This is my resume. This is my. I'll show you, this is the shows that I've done. Here's my references, da, 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 da. Some of them will say, oh, thank you. What are some of them? I'll reply, you know? And that's just yeah. how it works, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, and yeah. it, just to go back to like one of the things you said, like it, it, it ties in really nicely because um, you, like when you, you were basically speaking about when you, you had your acting coach and you were doing your personal monologues and you were doing your own self-critique, like when it came to the next yeah. edition, you were like, 10 times more confident than you were before because you know that you put in the work like 
and you can't fake that. You can't yeah. fake the process. You can't fake the hustle. You can't fake you the work. Like, you know inside if you're cheating yourself or if you're sticking to your goals. So um, besides, I, besides you, besides you knowing personally, like it's going to show out to people. It shows as well. You, I'm practicing. I can tell you, I'm practicing. I'm practicing. But the moment you come watch me, you're going to be like, "Dude, you weren't practicing." I mean, that's that's literally it, but it's like there's an old um, Chinese proverb. It says, train more in practice so you bleed less in battle. And it's exactly that, bro. Exactly. Like, like you yeah. have to train behind it. It's the, the behind, I don't think people actually get this. Like I, I, I can imagine, especially with like, uh, as I, I always come back to social media, but just with in terms of our generation, like people see the end product, people don't see the work that went into that, bro. Like people don't see the hey, hours bro. and hours and hours that you put into whatever it is. They just see a photo or a video or a snippet, and then they they assume like people will throw out the word luck. I don't believe in luck, bro. I don't believe people are lucky. Like you create your own luck. Like you you only exactly. get what's owed to you. Like you reap what you sow. So I don't believe in luck. Yeah. I believe that anyone that's achieved a certain level of excellence has done the work to get to where they are. Um, and obviously there are anomalies, like there are people that are like maybe born into rich families or whatever, but they, for for the most part, uh, Tyson? Sorry. Yeah, yeah, sorry, sorry. Cool. Someone's trying to call me. Nah, no stress. Um, so for the, for the most part, um, you can't, you can't fake you can't fake the the hustles as i was saying and, and, and most people are quick to say that you just got lucky or you just came into this but you know that that behind the scenes is the most important part like it's on screen world, is the 10 percent. like 90 percent was the preparation for that like you know like yeah. when you're shooting a film or when you're preparing for a role like the shooting like you have those few months before when you're all you're doing is just reading the script. Like you're literally, there's no cameras in sight. It's literally just reading the yeah. script and perfecting this and sitting in front of a mirror, I'm sure, and just like you know, getting it fine-tuned. And then it comes to shooting, yeah. you know. Um, and I think people these days don't really appreciate the value in the hustle because of social media and because of our culture. We want we want results now. It's like instant gratification. Like they want, if, if yeah. like people will start learning a language last week and then be angry this week that they're not fluent, but they don't want to actually put in the work of getting to actually, you know, get, get it in. And yeah. it only comes to repetition and practice and consistency, man. Like, I, I think every motivational speech ever that you've ever heard says the same thing. Like it's about that repetition and constantly wanting it. Like you can't want it one day a week because the results you'll yeah. get are one day a week. Work. Yeah, like it, it has work, to be a yeah. consistent, a consistent push and a consistent strive for for wanting better. Um, but yeah, just just on on some final points. Um, is there anything else that you would just like to leave with the people listening? Um, anything, any words you'd like to share, or any final points that you'd like to um, speak to, speak about or just touch on before we leave? Uh, yeah, I want to say everybody. It's like just like just stick to what you believe in, man. Like if, if nobody can make you believe in what you believe in, like if you believe it yourself, then but just believe like God, yeah. Belief can go such a like I don't think people understand. Belief can go such a long way, bro. Like if you believe in something and you're constant in it, like you said, consistency is key, bro. 
you can never not get something if you're consistently doing it every day. You bound to improve. That's just human nature, no matter who you are. You know what I'm saying? So just stick to what you believe in and be consistent in it. Trust me. And and just to add to that final point, I think another valuable lesson, if anything that we can take away from this, it's like you learn more from your mistakes than you do from your success. You learn more from yeah. what you want to correct and what you don't want. Then, like if you had to just walk into your first gig and you got your first gig and then the second one you just got it, you wouldn't be any better than where you were initially. But because of all the yeah. notes and because of all the the hardships. You had to, you had to do move different. You had to do better. So yeah. I think that's something to take away um, from it to anyone that's listening. Like, don't, your success is important and no one's trying to discredit that, but analyze the areas that you feel like you failed and work on those things, fine tune those things and your success yeah. will multiply itself. You know, like it's, it, it goes yeah. hand in hand. But with yeah. that being said, Tyson, thank you so much for joining us. I really appreciate the time. Um, it's been a long overdue call, but it was definitely necessary and I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you, bro. Thank you so much for having me.